0: Twice, including just a minute ago, not long ago actually. So I'm going to call you back soon after the show. Just wanted to let you know. And that's about my birthday, Rodney. My birthday is coming up and I was going to have a party. But we'll talk about that later as well. Um, so I just wanted <laughs> to send that out. Um, especially since she was out there before I got on again. So special shout out to Cousin Diane from Atlanta who's always with us. Um How are you, Rodney? How are things going?
1: Life is good, Sammy. Life is good. No complaints here. A little bit. A little tired, a little tired, but, you know, that's that's my fault, so I ain't, I ain't too mad about it. Uh, I got to learn how to uh, get into bed at a, at a reasonable time <laughs> uh, instead of trying to stay up to 11 or 12 o'clock every night. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. today was a good day. Uh, looking forward to a good week. Everything is good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, I am. I don't know if I've talked to you or to Mary. I don't think I did tell you guys. I've I've did a. I'm doing a detox, and it started last uh, Monday. It kind of started two days prior because you kind of ease into it and then you go full blown so it's uh it's amazing 'cause it's I feel better, but at the same time, your body goes through all these changes, and it's amazing um I'm gonna share a little bit about that, and it kind of is kind of the driving point to this topic because um I've always just kind of kept that last. I've always said, you know I've gotta change my eating habits, I've gotta change the way I eat, what I eat, how I eat, when I eat, and things like that um but that's been one thing that I've been fighting, like, okay, I'll do it I'll do it next year, I'll do it next month, I'll I'll start next week and that kind of thing. But it was amazing. Like, first couple of days I could I could literally tell the difference in um my energy, just my consciousness. And so I thought, Wow and so it's it's kind of become addictive in a sense. Um now, at the same time, we decided Sunday that we were going to try to just treat ourselves uh, to at least one bad meal, if that's a good way to say it, and it wasn't so bad, but once we uh, had it or got it, it wasn't like what we anticipated it being, so I'm going to share a little bit about that, but today has got me feeling a little bit, I don't know, just a little kind of weird today. just. I guess it's really kicking in And our body is starting to Truly react to it Because today would be seven days So that's what's going on here um, The presentation last week Was absolutely Just more than I can That's why I wasn't out For those of you who That's why I was out For those of you who are listening I had a, a seminar That I did last Monday And it was uh, It was just simply amazing Um an amazing group ended up being about 50 people, uh, 25 more than I expected. But we just, we rode with it, had a good time. Brandon came out and did it with me. Um, so had a great time. I'm, I'm excited about that and had a good time. Hope I'll get to go back here soon. So other than that, any announcements for you, Rodney? And then we could maybe do this on the front part since we'll try to end up and do this an hour. Oh. Any announcements for you?
1: Uh, everything has been kind of chill here with the exception, huh?
0: I said, any speaking engagements coming up for you?
1: Uh, no speaking engagements, uh, for me, I've been actually just taking it easy, um, and just, I don't know, like I've had, um, I won't say free weekends because we always find ourselves doing something, even if, you know, it's a, it's even if it's a free weekend, but We haven't had to do a lot of uh, traveling, which, like, I don't know. Like, it seemed like we were always on the road at at one point, but we've kind of been just laying low in in the area um, recently. So uh, that's been nice. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, uh, I don't know, just been taking it easy. I mean, work was busy last week. But other than that, uh, just been working on my – My novel, uh, whenever I get a chance, Um, and I'm about, uh, I guess I'm about halfway through the third draft, so hopefully after this draft, I won't have to make too many more changes. But if I do, I mean, it's totally fine, but I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to uh, finishing that, which will be really good, and hopefully I can finish it, um, or at least get close to publishing it within the next few months. Mm-hmm. Okay, good But good other
0: deal, than that, good just taking it easy All right, okay Well, let's move right along um, For those of you who are listening uh, Please remember that you can chime in at any time By selecting the number one If you're listening uh, by way of phone Just select the number one And it will uh, um, alert us that you have something to add And we'll pull you in by providing the area code in the last four digits of the number that you're calling from, uh, I need to do the chat room. You're out there on the chat room in the chat room, Rodney.
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay, great. Let me get that open here for those of you who are listening through the chat. Remember, you can also uh, comment or submit any questions that you have by way of chat, and if you are. Uh, not a registered follower. For those of you who are listening, please do take the time to register as a follower of the show, and you'll be able to keep up with uh, when the shows are scheduled, what our topics are, and all of that good stuff, and it helps our numbers as well. So if you have not did that, please do that by visiting the Butterfly Evolution, com backslash Butterfly Evolution, and just select follow. You can register using your Facebook, I think, or any social media account. Or you can create your username and password so that um, you have your very own through the Butterfly Evolution. So that being said, moving right along, um, let's dig into the show. Um, Rodney, like I said, this came about because I thought, well, I'll say two two, maybe even three reasons. I I did go to an event because um, I was so undecided about, like, what we were going to do this, this Monday, and we hadn't really talked. So I thought, well, maybe a good time to go back and, and visit the transformation process. I went to a a an event, I guess I should say, Saturday, and it was titled Loving the Skin You're in, Breaking the Barriers. And it was the barriers uh, – in the black race, so it was talking about how we treat each other, what we do to each other, um, even at a young age. It it, 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 They had a panel of about seven, eight people, and it was so unique how they did it. Like you, it was so unexpected. But we walk in, and they have all these uh, posters and poems, or just all these things around. The, it was in a gym, nicely set up. But you you sat down based on the color of your skin. And so that took me, like, I went in, and I, I guess the lady could see the look. Well, she could. She could see the look on my face and probably everything that I did not say because all she did was she just grabbed me and hugged me and say it's okay, just find where you belong. Because I was like, what? <laughs> you know, but I didn't say what. It was almost as like I didn't get it out. And so it was an older lady, and it, we laughed about it at, at the end because she came up to me, and she, you know, she just said, I could see it all over you because I'm like, wait a minute. But nonetheless, <laughs> I followed a protocol that I sat where I belonged, so to speak. Um, and and I guess you could say, I guess it's a good thing that all of us that went were, we were, because it was not an in-between. You, you either sat light-skinned or light-complected or whatever, are dark complected. There was no, as she explained it, there's no paper sack. So you got to find where you fit in or where you think you want to fit in at or whatever. So the um, the discussion reminded me of just how, how soon um, things begin to affect us in life because, again, they had a panel of about, I think it was like seven people and they too were um ordered light to dark, and they each told story- and they were of a, a variety of ages. you had from very very young they had a very young couple uh both light complected um i think that was was just one couple and then you had the range they like they might have been twenty six twenty seven or so all the way up to probably well. Seventy. I think one lady, she's seventy years old, a real estate um, agent who had been adopted by uh, a lady who was much, much darker than she. Very dark complexed So she, they each told their stories of how they were affected based on based on the color of their skin, how that how it affected them in their families and in the black race, such as school um, as well. Like they were treated you know they may have been treated away because they were dark and or light complexed so here we are now and these people i mean one lady the 70 year old broke down in tears and she's 70 years old so it made me think of how how soon the process um the bondage process or the the process of pain like what we go through how soon we begin to go through it yet there's a gap in there of when we start to really deal with it, own it so that we can let go and move forward. Um, another lady's story, and I thought this lady, I remember just seeing her before knowing she was on a panel because they didn't go up there until, it got, until the, the the event was starting, but they were in the audience. But I remember seeing this lady. She was absolutely beautiful to me, gorgeous. Um, and I just remember telling my friend, I say like, she is so pretty. And she was very tall. Um, although she was very tall, she had on her very nice tall heels, and she just seemed to just own herself. She just she just appeared to to love the skin she's in. I guess if that's a good way to say it. So, but she ended up being one of the panelists, and she told her story about she was the most she was the lightest complexioned child of all of her siblings. She was the tallest, and she was the thinnest. So she said her siblings um, would nag her or pick on her to the point where they would say, Mom and Dad found you. You're not really our sister or brother. You're tall, you're light, and all that. Told her that she was so skinny she could uh, ho- hula hoop in an Oreo, with an Oreo. I'm sorry, with a Fruit Loop, that kind of thing. So she she grew up wanting to be bigger, darker, of course, and shorter. So she's always had this complex, or had a complex for a very long time about being tall, small, and light complected And so this, the stories went from again, from just went down the line. Um, and what was interesting is that people wanted to change. For the most part, most of them wanted to change or wanted something different because of of how someone made them feel about it. Like she wanted to be short. She even wanted to be bigger, and she wanted to be darker. Well, you get to the dark complexion people. Now, they want to be lighter or thinner because they were picked on about that. And it all boils down to, of course, Rodney, in my opinion, is that people, the people who were picking on them really wanted what they had or felt some kind of way about what they had to the point where, that, rather than dealing with their own issue, well, I'm going to make you feel bad about yours so that I feel better about where I am and who I am. So that along with um, me going through this detox thing and just realizing how long I've waited and avoided changing my eating habits because I'm so... I had become really addicted to food, just a, not really, because there were times where I would just want <laughs> five chickens and not. Hun- I'm not hungry. Like, I, I'm not wanting because I'm hungry, just because I smell it, I pa- pass by Popeye's or whomever, whatever, you know, and I just want it, not hungry. So I had to mm-hmm. uh, resist turning into there, but, it, that boils down to I had to make a choice. I had to make a choice, and that's what it all ends up to. We have to make choices. Well, first of all, we have to know the process of transformation. And I think so many people think it's going to be easy if they think about it at all, but it boils down to making a choice. Before I turn it over to you, Rodney, I was listening to it. I can't remember this lady's name, but I think she had something to do with Ava. And I was looking at Super Soul Sunday yesterday. And this lady lost her mother, her father, and her three daughters. And I think they were all 12, 12 and under. And she lost them right at Christmas time. Um, and she's now speaking, she's going around speaking to students. Just to, She did a, a TED Talk um, on resilience, I think, and she said this about there was days that she would try to sink her way out of bed because of the depression that had settled in till she finally realized that I cannot sink my way out of the bed. I have to act my way out of this bed. I have to get up and get out of the bed. And she said that one thing she she spoke at this school, and she ended up hearing from a young lady that that attended the school, um, high school, that that she had been dealing with depression, and one of her issues were she just wanted to stay in the bed all day, and people kept telling her basically she's got to get up, but she had never it, it, it sounds sounds crazy, but she had she had been to therapists, she had been to church. You know talk talking to people about it and or try, trying to get help and she said that the that those simple words of you cannot think your way out of bed, you have to get up with all that you're feeling, all that you are get up, it has to get out of the bed with you may not change anything, but at least you're out of the bed now. just the simple fact of acting. Which is where I think we fail, Rodney, with realizing that we have. If if we want change, then something has to change. Many things have to change, and I think that's where we fail, and and that's why we avoid transforming our lives because some things have to be acknowledged, accepted, but then there has to be an act of changing, whether it's your thoughts, your mindset, your action, um, and so forth. So. That's kind of how we came to this transformation um, and letting go so that we can
1: move forward.
0: Over to you, Rodney.
1: Tamia, excuse me. I want to go back to when you were talking about, I guess, people feeling when you were talking, when you were giving the example about the young lady and I guess kind of how her uh, siblings resented her, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: because um and so the thing is the thing that the things that I guess seem like such a big deal by the mm-hmm. time we realize that they're not as big as we think that think they are, we're already moved mm-hmm. past it anyway, and that that made me think about the title of tonight's show, but reading it backwards. When you talk about moving forward, well, you can't move forward unless you let go. And you Mm. can't let go unless you're willing to transform. And, and and so, you know, a lot of times we, 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 we don't realize that, What's keeping us from moving forward doesn't really amount to anything. We have just made it a big deal in our heads. Sometimes we we, we think that we have to climb a mountain, and then once we get over the mountain, we realize it was just a little hill. Because we have a way of exaggerating things in our mind, and it's it, it, it's almost like that, that sign um, on your rear-view mirror that says objects in mirror may be closer than they appear. That's how we live our lives. We, we live our lives making things bigger than what they actually are. We, although we claim to be realists, although we say that we're keeping it real or keeping it 100 or whatever, um, sometimes our our life is just an illusion where we make things up in our heads and we think that they're a big deal and they really are not. But the problem is we haven't given ourselves a chance to just take a step back and see the situation for what it really is. If you are inside of anything, it's going to look differently than when you're outside of it. So while you're in it, it's going to appear that the walls may be closing in on you. And sometimes it's just a matter of one step or just a couple of steps and you're no longer in that situation. You're no longer where you think you are. You're no longer in that place. Like, think about it literally. Think about where you are in your house, right? How many steps would it take you to be out of the, the room where you currently are? We have to learn how to transform that, or, or trans, uh, or, or transition that, or what is the word? Look, for We have to learn how to translate that into to, to, to real life. We have to learn how to think about our lives in the same manner. So let's say you are in a, let's say you're in a bad, let's say you're in a bad relationship, right? How many steps really? would it take to get out of that bad relationship? It could be as simple as you just leaving. It could be, hey, I have to get a divorce. Hey, I have to just cut this person off. Think about your job. How, if you're unhappy with your job, how many steps really would it take for you to get out of your job? Now, those steps may take you some time depending on how big the the steps are because sometimes, you know, our strides are different. But how many steps would it really take you to get out of there? But we become so accustomed to things that we can't accept anything else. Like when you walked into into that place, it's like, well, wait a minute. Sit down. Based on your color, like sometimes we're quick to to jump to things instead of just taking a taking a step back, taking a breath. Wait a minute. What's really behind this?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What is the meaning of this? Instead, but you know, a lot of times I'll tell you something else that keeps us from 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 moving forward. A lot of times. We're so quick to jump to conclusions, we miss the point or we miss the meaning because we jump too soon. You know, we, 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 we are quick to say, ooh, you're racist, or ooh, that was racist, ooh, that was wrong. Why would you say that? Why would you do that? Instead of saying, wait a minute, let me try to understand here. We reach for judgment. We don't reach for understanding. And a lot of times, just like it's listed in the the show description, a lot of times fear keeps us from letting go because we'd rather be comfortable, even though we're miserable, we'd rather be comfortable in our misery than to take one step and risk falling on our face when really we may not fall on our face, we might land on our feet. But we're afraid to take those chances. We're afraid to let go of our job. We're afraid to let go of our children. We're afraid to let go of our of our significant others. We're afraid to let go of what mom and dad taught us when we were growing up. We're afraid. We're afraid to let go. And because we're afraid to let go, we can't move forward. And then the bad part is we try to justify why we have to hold on to certain things or why we have to hold on to certain people, which only makes the situation worse. But we have to find a way to evaluate everything and everyone in our lives. And if it is not something that is helping you move forward, if it is not something or someone that is pushing you forward, then my question is, why is it or why are they in your life? If they are not pushing you forward, if they are not contributing to your growth, why are they in your life? Why is that situation such a big part of your life? You know, when you think about your career, why is it that, you know, It's taking you forever to get to the next level. Some things, I mean, and things take time, don't get me wrong. But what is holding you back? Is it because, okay, you know, in order to advance my career, I have to go to school for two years. Okay, there's nothing you can do about that. But if you're trying to advance your career, and the only way to do that is to get a master's degree, and you haven't even looked for a program or applied for a program that don't tell anyone that you're trying to move forward, because you're not. Take the necessary steps. Well, I can't afford to pay. Okay, there are ways around that. Get a part-time job. Take out loans. Do what you have to do. Because if not, you're going to find yourself in the same spot five years from now, ten years from now. And before you know it, the clock is going to run out on you. So how do people let go, Tammy? How do they let go?
0: You know, Rodney, I think it goes back to what um, the lady was describing who had lost her parents and and the three kids. um, is saying that she could not, she realized she could not, think her way out of the bed, she just had to get up. And I I think that Mm -hmm. is the same with letting go. I think we're so, I think we we fail in the area of letting go because we fail in the area of accepting reality, what is. And as you talked Mm -hmm. about um, a few things there, but I'm going to go back to one of the last things or coming down to the end of your conversation about fear. Um, And fear is, is labeled as false Expectations or evidence appearing real. So, if you think about fear, and based on what what people say, they just that's like a just false evidence or expectations appearing real. I think in our mind that we already have we we sometimes sum up the end results. Like you said, we we just want to skip to the end. We we form this. Um, we, we get this uh, perception, like when I walked in, like you said, rather than just going with it and see seeing what is this about, um, we do the same with life because many people, if we would be honest with what I said, we don't want adversity. We think that life is supposed to be um, gravy every day with, with the rice or the mashed potatoes, whatever, you know, we think this perfect day, life is supposed to be this perfect thing well, if it was, we would never grow. We would never transform. We would never really learn about us or even even our creator. We would never become, so to speak. So I think first thing is, is realizing what fear is. And as you said, Rodney, if we could be a few steps away from, from change, imagine I, – I remember I'll be driving, uh, especially in my traveling days when I would drive everywhere – and it could be storming, and I'm all up in the windshield with the wipers on, you know flashers on driving slow, and just as instantly as it came, it would go because I would drive my way out of it out of the storm. The same with the same with with life, as you were saying, Rodney, if if we could be a few steps away or a few actions away from getting out of it, but we get so stuck with being in it and that fear as well until we do nothing. And like you said even with going to school or wanting something better but you don't go and try to figure out how do you get better? How do you how, what are the steps to get be little little bit better because we're so um stuck there. We're just we're in um auto mode, autopilot mode of, of living. Um mm-hmm. I heard a story Um, This weekend, as as we were talking about, a friend and I were talking about this event we went to, and she was saying, and I remember hearing this story long, long, long ago, where they did a study on fish where they would, they put up a, a, it was a, a tank, one big tank, but they put a divider in the middle of the tank, and they dropped the food on the other side of the divider, and when the fish would go over to get the food, they would run into the divider. Well, after a few times of that, they pulled the divider out,
1: dropped Mm -hmm. the food
0: on the other side, and the fish wouldn't, they they just stopped trying to go. They stopped trying altogether, where they were, I mean, I don't know what you call, swims away (laughs) moves movements away from the food, but they never went. They didn't go back, so they the fish the fish died. And so that's how we do with life. Like I don't I don't know how we expect not to have adversity. And and, and clearly the Bible tells us that. Like there are gonna be there there are going to be those days. Life happens. Life happens all around us. Um and I could say I'm guilty I have been guilty of that. I'm working my way out of that with more of just accepting my moment, accepting my my heaven and my hell, the days where it feels like this is hell, expecting that heaven will be tomorrow or tonight because I can't expect that my life is so um, perfect till I'm going to have perfect days every day, that I'm not going to deal with any adversity, I'm not going to deal with with my, I don't have to deal with myself and all of that. So that was for me. That was powerful um, in helping me learn how to let go, which means accepting what is, accepting what is without mm-hmm. expectation, creating false evidence of how it would end up because I don't know that. I don't know that. Um, I, I I remember Miss Earlene again saying, say being, "I may you may not understand, but you just trust him." And sometimes we mm-hmm. won't understand. We will question, but again, if I think that my life is going to be without adversity, then I'm crazy. Number one, right there, letting go is going to be difficult because I won't accept it. And then switch it. What can I get from this? What is the good? what could be the good or expect the good in this situation at the end, create some false evidence that creates a good outcome. Let's try that. If 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 we if we are so a man think so he is. So if I think and, and and if I get to the end and it's not, guess what? My process of going through it was much different. Because if I think, if I already create evidence in my mind that this that it is going to end up badly. So whatever this situation is or whatever I'm fearful of letting go, then what's the use? What what is really the use mm-hmm. of going forward with that? So, Rodney right, I turn it back over to you, I found um I've never I've never come across a, a trans, transformation definition as this. Um but I want to read it, and then a a piece of a very short article that I found as well. But this definition um, defined transformation as a dynamic, uniquely individualized process of expanding consciousness, whereby individuals become critically aware of old and new self-views and choose again, and choose to integrate these views into a self-definition. And if I can, I want to read that one more time. So transformation, a dynamic, uniquely individualized process of expanding consciousness, whereby individuals become critically aware of old and new self-views and choose (laughs) to integrate these views into a self-definition. And I take that as a defining of self. So often we let people in the world define us. Like the young lady, I'm tall, she's tall, so, so they didn't like that, so now she wants to be short. She's thin. They didn't like that, so now she wants to be heavier. She's light-complected. They didn't like that, so now she wants to be a bit darker. And then here someone is being picked on also for being dark, heavy. The same thing. You see what I'm saying? So people, we cannot let people choose what defines us, or we cannot let people de- people's thoughts define us. We have to come up with the best definition for ourselves. And sometimes what you find out, there are going to be some things that you need to change. And I think we have a an issue mm-hmm. with that. I, I think about even at the um, event that we went to Saturday, Rodney, I offered um, – assessments. I, w- I went in with planning to give one, but because there were some young people there as well, I wanted to give uh, the, the teenage version of this assessment, give one of those away as a door prize and one for, um, you know, all those above 21. Not one adult came up to get the free assessment. So I ended up just giving one away. I had a young girl, I think she was age 16, 17, I think it is. Um, and she she was a young girl who's, who's you know, having some issues, some issues loving the skin she's in. So I was really glad, and that's actually how she ended up being there because of her teacher and things like that. But I was actually excited, and I'm excited to be able to work with her. But at the same time, I knew, I knew and I know that there is a person, there was a person there that could have benefited, and they knew that they could have benefited because I told what it was about, what it does. Not one adult came up for the free assessment. And right now I'd like to hear your version of why you think they didn't, but I think it's because we don't want to appear that we don't want it to appear that we need help. And as as <laughs> as, as I go through this process, and I've been going through this process of transformation, you guys, let me tell you, it's like I told those those, those women and men last week at the seminar, just because I'm standing up in front front of you tonight, there are some days I need to sit out and listen to you or somebody else, because I have my days. I have those days where I need somebody to pull me out of my own hell, the hell I've created myself for that day and I think that is the beauty in the transformation process is understanding that every day is not going to be a transforming day but when it's not get up out of the bed anyway like the lady said I had to get up out the bed and take all my hell with me and I'm throwing that in there for me but take whatever is on you get up because it will not change for sure with you lying in the bed having a pity party so right now I'll turn it back mm. over to you and I'll read part of this article when, when you're finished.
1: So to answer your question, I I, I I agree with you. Um but I'm gonna add this to it. In in addition to not wanting to appear to need help, I'm I I'm gonna add this to it. Um I think it's also because we don't we because we have a fear of being exposed. We 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 think that by um partaking in certain things such as um uh what you were describing with, with, with the with the free assessment, we feel like well, let's 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 think about assessment. Well if somebody's assessing me then there are things that are going to come out. Some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be bad. Well, if there are things within me that I do not want you to see, I'm not even going to give you that opportunity. Because even though you're going to see some good stuff, there might be some things that I don't want you to see. So I think in addition to not wanting to appear to need help, I don't think um we like being exposed or we don't op- want to open up the door to exposure um and i think so so here so so here's the thing and, and and i was thinking about this as you were talking transformation comes from within you can't change anything until you change what Is on the inside And I know that sounds very old school Very cliche But it's the truth Because if there are external changes They don't last long Only those things that come from within Last Like Think about it If let's say Let's say like you You were given some physical examples earlier Let's say, um, hey, I think I'm too light, or people have a problem with me being so light, so I want to be darker. Okay, so I'm going to go and get a tan. Guess what? If I don't keep going on a regular basis to get a tan, eventually I'm going to be back to the cl- the color I started, right? It's temporary. That's an external change. It doesn't last forever, right? however, and there's and 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 I know some people are probably thinking, well, there are things like like you know that do, and there are, but the point is, you know you're doing this you're you're trying to change what's on the outside. however, if you change the way you feel about yourself, then what color you are won't even matter. We're talking about happiness. <laughs> And if people can make you happy, people can make you sad. If people can make you wish that you were a different height or a different weight or uh, a different size, a different 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 color, um, you know your hair were longer, something like that. If if people can make you feel a certain way, then guess what? You can get to to that state, and they can make you feel something totally different. And no one should have that much power over you. We will stand in the mirror for hours trying to get our physical appearance right. However, we won't spend hours by ourselves trying to get our heart right. We won't spend time alone working on who we are. We won't spend time, you know, trying to make sure that, like, we're not selfish or we're not inconsiderate or um, we're not covetous people. Like, the things that are wrong with us on the inside, We spend very little time trying to correct those things, even though you can do that faster than you can trying to make yourself prettier on the outside because you look how you look. And even with makeup, yeah, you might feel like you look pretty for for two hours, but you got to come back home and wash that stuff off. You can leave out of the house looking sexy or looking handsome, but you have to come back home and face reality. That's why you see people out in the street. They oh oh, they're so confident. Why do you think that they're so confident? Have you ever seen them in a different state? Your 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 lady may be. May 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 be confident or may feel pretty when she's out in public and she has makeup on. But how does she feel when she takes the makeup off? Do you, do you still see the same confidence? People feel good when they go to they go to school and they make A's. But what is their mindset when they make an F? Do they, do do they, obviously you, you, you're not going to be proud of enough, but do you have that mindset that's going to say, you know what, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try this again. Are you only, as Tammy was talking about earlier, are you only up when everything else is up? Are you only on fire as long as, as long as you can see the flames? Like, people, you know, people tell me all the time, like, they don't understand why, I'm like, you know, I'm always happy. That's because nobody dictates my happiness. That's something that comes from within. I don't live a life of misery, and the moment I see stress coming or feel it coming, I run, man. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have, I, like, I. It, it's it's not me. And so... If something has happened, because don't get me wrong, there's adversity. There are things that happen that it's like, oh, man, like I don't like that. But the first thing I ask myself is, is this something that I can control? And if the answer is yes, then I figure it out. If the answer is no, I leave it to the man above. That's just the way I live. If I cannot control it, then that's for God to 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 to, to deal with or, or that's for him to guide me or whatever. But I don't try to force anything. But if it's something that I can control, you better believe it's it's not going to have any power over me if it's something that I can control. If there are people who are in my life and they're not doing me any good then it's in my mind, okay, I don't have control over that person, but I have control over how much uh, influence they have in my life. And so with that, okay, I need to cut you off. No problem. No problem. When people do things, a lot of times I don't even retaliate. I just say, okay. Well, you messed up. So now, you just help me out because you're one less person I have to worry about in the middle of the night. You're one less person I have to worry about needing money from me again. No problem. You just you just help me out. So my outlook on things is completely different. Uh I remember um you know, now I'm an assistant principal, but I remember this the, the you know, where I was working They had four vacancies for uh, assistant principal jobs all within like six months. Forget hire me. They did not interview me one time. My response, okay, cool. I started looking elsewhere. Just because you don't want me doesn't mean that nobody wants me, and I ended up getting another job somewhere else, and love every bit of it. And so I think that, you know, again, we have to focus on internal things because what is happening on the inside of you will definitely manifest on the outside of you. What you're working on or what's in your heart is going to show up in your life. And that's why sometimes we can listen to people like, man, they're really passionate about this particular subject. And it's like, yeah, that's because it's in their heart. Or when you see people, being like, man, they're just a really selfish human being. Well, that's what's in their heart. They haven't taken the time to focus on that. It's easy to look in the mirror when you think you are a good looking person on the outside or hey just got my hair done hey just got my hair cut hey I just put on the shirt and tie today I look good like it's easy to look in the in the mirror at those times but how often do we look deep within ourselves at those things that are either gonna cause us to be successful or those things that are gonna cause us to fail. And above those things that I just said, transformation is a process. We have to remember that there is a process. What you're, what you're working on or where you're trying to get to is not going to happen right away. you have to remember that things take time. You have to be patient. You have to say, okay, here's, here's a goal of mine. With the understanding that that goal, in order for you to reach that goal, is going to take some time, right? But then also understanding that if you're working towards something, something or somebody is going to get in your way at some point. It's going to get in your way. And then the question becomes, what do you do about it? How do you get over that? How do you get around it? I remember, Tammy, when Mr. Sonier came to uh, the education summit a few years ago, and he talked about, like, you know, yeah, in the in, in, in the news, we saw that, you know, he was a custodian for 27 years, and then he became the principal at the same school. But it didn't talk too much about how this man lost his mom, like, right before he started school, he lost his dad. Like, it, it, it didn't go into all of the things that, that he knew, but he knew that he endured all of those things. We just knew, hey, like, this man has an incredible story, but but we did not know all of the details. And I right. think that right. in, like, as – Did his as, house
0: as, kept a fire. He didn't have a fire or something, too, when his house caught a fire, like the first day of school or something? He, yep, something. It, he had some many, many – There was a chemical
1: – Yeah, there was a chemical explosion or something like that. Yeah. And and and, yeah. and and so you know I think that it's important for us to, to to go through this process because um you know in your own transformation you may find that other people around you are starting to transform too just because your light is shining in their lives as well.
0: You know, Rodney, I um, just so much. I I often had this, and I'm going to read that article, some of it. I've often had this uh, pop up in my in my mind over the last month or so, and um, I I keep saying I'm going to share it um, through the so through Facebook, which is the social media that I use. But and it's going to sound crazy, but 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 get the message. We so often, um, we want control, basically. We want want to control our lives. And if if we're honest about it and accepting, we cannot control even our own lives. So how do we try or why do we try to control others? With that being said, we also, um, we really have no control of what happens in most cases, but we do have control mm-hmm. over how we accept it and move on. So I thought about this as we we sometimes, well, most times, hopefully, we're praying for, for, for God's direction, for his will. We pray for things, and we pray in our own way and ask for what we think we want and need. And so this came to mind that, we as a people, most of us, if not all the time, sometimes we pray. Let's say for example, if I'm praying for Lord, I I I'm praying for a hamburger. Somebody comes along, <laughs> comes to my house, and they show up with a cheeseburger. They 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 bought me a cheeseburger. But because it has cheese on it, I choose not to eat it. I don't think enough of this prayer being answered according to the all knowing, powerful God who created us, who knows us better than we know ourselves, knew us before we were created, knew know the beginning, the middle and the end, and we don't. So we would we, we may get that burger and because or say let's get that prayer, but that prayer did not come exactly as we prayed for it to be, we reject it. And I'm just using the hamburger as so, so we can just kind of see. It comes with cheese on it. How stupid would it be for you not to just pull the cheese off and eat the burger? And they say cheese <laughs> is bad for us anyway. So, so often we, again, we want to control. We want to control even other people. But how mm. do we? Um, I'm trying to get out of the the the. the Get out of myself with asking, asking people why, so why. If I don't want to know why, as an informative, uh, as a way of, of un- better understanding, rather than why didn't you do it this way or, or something like that. Because even even the question why, why people, you know, why, why, even with driving. Well, why do you, why are you going this way? My answer now is because I'm driving. Would you like to drive? I mean, it's. <laughs> Just because I, I can pull over because I like to drive anyway now. So I can pull over. But what they're really saying is, why aren't you going the way I think you should go here, in my opinion? And leads me to another another thing. We have to start speaking up and out in truth and in love. We will say those things that don't need to be said. But the things that we really want to say, how we really feel, um, and the things that we want and need, we won't speak of those, especially, as you said, Rodney, especially if it indicates that we are in need of help or there is something wrong. So we do all this cover-up. Like you said in the show, former show, Rodney, we buy all these things and we do all these things in hopes of covering up a two dollar soul. Soul is so messed up that, and the, and our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And so you can you can dress it up, you can make it up, you can replace it with the the clothes, the shoes, the house, the car. But when you go back, when the night settles, you are there with you. Wherever you go, there you are. There you are. You can't take all the purses. You can't take all the shoes. You can't take all the the clothes. You can't take the house everywhere you go. You even have to get out of the car to go into where you're going. But you can't leave you. You can't leave you at the house. But then again, maybe we are leaving that true person. Maybe we are leaving the other person behind which brings me to this article. I'm going to try to read just a portion of it because it's a little long, but I want to read just a portion of it. And this is an article by Mark Thurston, and it's titled, What is Personal Transformation? And it begins, we all have voices in our head. Sometimes they shout. Sometimes they whisper. Sometimes they make unreasonable demands. Sometimes they offer sage advice. One frequent voice says, you need to change you need to do better maybe the call to maybe the call to change makes you feel guilty or uncomfortable or maybe it inspires you the first challenge when you hear an inner voice calling for change is to listen deeply and recognize what kind of personal change would be required is it a call to self improvement or a call to personal transformation In order to tell the difference, you need to remember that there are two different aspects of yourself, the personality and the individuality. The personality is your familiar identity. It's made up of your habit patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting. It's the self that you show to the world, your persona. And it operates most of the time on auto Automatic pilot. At best, the personality will be interested only in self-improvement. And again, I I read that. At best, the personality will be interested only in self-improvement. Little adjustments that don't really alter your life in a very meaningful way. On the other hand, the individuality is your deeper, more authentic self. At its core, it's your spiritual idea. What's more, the individuality is the seat of your freedom. It's the home of your free will. Rather than being controlled by habit and routine, the individuality is capable of transformative change. And its it's call is an invitation to a remarkable new way of living. And quickly I'll read, here are two metaphors for your personal transformation that I have found helpful. The first is building a cube rather than just improving a square. In this analogy, think of your personality as a square, that is, dimensions dimension figure. You might even imagine drawing a square on the surface of a tabletop. There are ways to change that square for it to experience self-improvement so to speak, by making rather superficial adjustments. So that's saying you could change the square by just adding some superficial adjustments. You might make the borderline of the square more colorful or thicker. It could become a nicer or more attractive square, but it's still a square. On the other hand, the square could undergo a transformative change if it grew into a cube. That means adding a dimension by going up and breaking out of the tabletop That's transformative change The original square Is still there But now it is just one part Of something profoundly enriched Something just like that Is possible for life And that to me was just When you think about The square You could, Again you could dress up a square It's still going to be a square It's just going to be a dressed up square But if you take it to another level uh, if you do some 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 work on it, some work that is meaningful uh, as it relates to the article, then it can become a cube. And so, when I thought about um, the description of the show, the part where Wayne Dyer, I put in here, Wayne Dyer has explains transformation as literally going beyond your form. And I think that's where we are. That's where we strive to be. That's where we want to be. Deep down, I, I think we always have a feeling that there is more to our life, but we're so fearful that if I get there and it's not, then what? Then people, then people. we think about people, we think about ourselves. So we'd rather stay right here where we are and pretend that we're going there Pretend that we're okay. Pretend that, hey, I don't need that assessment. There's nothing wrong with me. But we go back home and we're lonely, we're fearful, we're we're in bondage. We're not happy. We're not content. We're afraid to go beyond or to fight for a different form of us. that That inside is calling, is screaming to be let out. So it's like we're walking around, some of us, fighting ourselves because one's trying to get to that beyond the form and one's trying to say, I'm afraid to go there. I'm not sure what's there. I have this false expectation, this false evidence of what it might be at the end if I try this. So we just spend life in hell, a life of hell. When there's so much more to your square there's so much more and right before I turn it over to you I have you guys if you don't know I have just fallen in love with nature and that has really never been me way before but the, some of the most the simplest things just catch my eye especially in my yard um, and I was sharing this with a friend I have this this pot with um flatware the flowers come they come back up and I actually thought it was just one in this pot. But what I noticed last week is, and I love when I go in, and they may be there, but when I go in at night, or when I don't, when I see more in the morning than I did the night before. So the the flowers have bloomed overnight. It could be that they unfold, they open up, or they 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 just pop up and they're they're out of the dirt. And so this this pot. For, I don't know, maybe five, six days, it was just one flower that had bloomed in the pot. Well, then I noticed a second flower had bloomed in the pot, and it was about the same size as the first flower that had been there for at least five, six days or more. And I thought, how awesome is that? Some of us are in the same pot, same dirt. The pot is sitting in the same place, yet one of them blooms at least six, seven days prior, and it, it does what it does. It is what it is. It's still a flower. It does its thing, yet there's another one that comes up, and that one is still its thing. It does what it does. It grew in its own time, and then the beauty of all of that is it, it has, they both have been growing before I could see them bloom. Because in order for them to bloom, they had to grow under that dirt. They had to they had to first be getting what they needed, the nutrients, whatever, the water, the sunlight. They they got that. And they got just the proportion that is needed for them. So although we're all people created by God, I'm not going I mean, to, and, and let's just use to marry we're women. That doesn't mean to marry and I, we could be in the same pot but she can bloom way before I do. But who cares if we end up right beside each each other as what we were expected to be. And just little things like that, even with trees, I get to see y'all there, if you just, when you're driving, if you just notice, trees are everywhere. They're short ones, tall ones. Some of them look like creatures. Some of them look like they just have their own little thing going on. Like they they come alive. But they're all trees And we need short ones We need tall ones We need really big ones But they're all trees And they they just What if we we accepted that we're all people We all have our we, We all have our things Some of us are big, some of us are little Some of us are light, some of us are dark But if you cut us We all bleed in the head as far as I know And so Allow yourself to be who you are. Accept it, acknowledge it, and then be willing to deal with who you are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and willing to get up out of that bed so that, as that lady said, I can't think my way out of bed. i got to get up. Be willing to act your way out and through every day, every day. And, again, will you will it be successful every day? Absolutely not. Just like I said, there are days I wake up in my own hell. I wake up in my own hell. But I don't stay there. Why? Because as we read the, the definition of transformation, I choose. I choose to self-define. Um, to create a self-definition based on where I come from, who I am, and where I want to be, what I want to become, who I want to become. And to me, that is an everyday process. We have to be working to become that. And one thing I think we forget is to be mindful, are we becoming more Christ-like? Are we? Are, is that even in our thoughts? Is that part of where we want to go, and part of what the character that we want to take on? And Rodney, at the event, you know, many people were saying, you know, we have this new era of kids. You know, they are, you know, they are on fire. Basically, they're resilient. And my my response to that Saturday was, yeah, we we got some kids with some knowledge. But they have no understanding of that knowledge and no wisdom, and to me that that that's worse than you might as well not have it. And I said this: we need to teach these same kids with all of this 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 fight in them about God. Now, if you add that to their knowledge and let them see that there's a greater. There's a higher power. There's a Creator who created you, and who offers that understanding, and that wisdom, so that what you're doing, your fight that you have in, in you, is productive. Otherwise, we're just we're just knowledgeable fools with no substance. Back to you, Rodney. And if you're, I'm ready to start closing down. If you are.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to add a few, a few thoughts, uh, uh, as we, as we close that, uh, close out. Um, I think that, uh, we, we have one of the things that we have to let go is this idea that we're in competition. Um, and we have to, as a, as a society, stop doing it um, to each other. But then we also have to stop allowing people to do that to us. Um, we we've gotten to a point um, where, and, and and I don't even know when we got here. Like it was, it, it's not something that just started yesterday. But but we've gotten to a point where um, we have become an a Attention-seeking society. You know, you were talking about, um, you know, being different people. But it's like we're in competition for attention. If somebody is sharing their story, then we have to say, ooh, I have something better than that. Or yeah that may have happened to you, but here's what happened to me, or I have something worse to share than that like it's not a competition um, we 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 look for validation from other people, and then when we don't get it, it makes us try harder. Um, to the point where it's just killing our our, our self-esteem. Like I see so many, especially on social media, I see so many attention-seeking posts, and it's like, get over yourself. Like some things just need to be kept within the privacy of your life. You don't need to share everything. You don't need to talk about everything. You know, and people say, You know, this is a request for prayers. Okay. Have you prayed? And if so, how often and why is it that you don't think that your prayers are good enough? Um, But I just see a lot of, you know, people looking to be validated um, by other people. And the problem with that is when you expect things from other people, It's easy to be disappointed. It's easy to be let down. And then those things keep us from moving forward. We don't have to be in competition with each other. It doesn't matter who gets there first. As long as we both get there. It doesn't matter if, you know, we both make $50,000 a year and, you know, I make fifty thousand dollars a year because I went to college, and you make fifty thousand dollars a year because, um, you know, you 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 started a business. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you had a goal. I had a goal. We both got we we both got there. But we get lost in this competition. And then that creates a whole nother monster, or well, we allow uh the media to tell us what we need. We allow different advertisements to tell us who we are. I remember Tamari and I were talking about you know going into the store and there's a beauty section, and then there's an ethnic beauty section and that 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 plays on people. That causes people to feel a certain way when, you know what? How much of that contributes to your bottom line? How much of that really contributes to where you are trying to get to? And then also, when we see things like that, when we see things that need a change, why is it that we don't think to put ourselves in a position to change it We see problems With the uh, With the justice system with, with, with the With the laws But we don't put ourselves in a position To change it And It's going to take more than just one person But it can start With one person These things that we have a problem with Why is it that We keep supporting these enemies we 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 have we have a problem with um you know the fact that our kids have low reading scores, but then we don't take them to the library
2: mm.
1: wow you know we we mm. we have a problem with Society treating us a certain way because of how we look but then we go out and buy everything that they sell that attacks how we look because we feel like we have to do it in order to get to a certain place in life but if everybody says you know what we're not taking this or not even everybody if enough people say we're not doing this anymore, we can make some changes. I remember you gave the example years ago, Tammy, about cable and how we have such high cable bills. But everybody keeps paying it. But if, if we all say, you know what? Or if enough of us said we're not we're not paying we're not paying these high cable bills anymore, they would be forced to change them. Right. Because they would want some money. Just think about this past weekend with the with, with the two black men in Starbucks in Philadelphia. Oh
2: wow, that,
1: yeah, that I that, heard that, about that. That, yeah, that video surfaced and that CEO, the CEO of Starbucks took no time. He hurried up and got in front of a camera. We do not condone his behavior. We are, we're we're very sorry. Why? And we we don't know if he is or he isn't. We don't know what's in his heart. He's not about to lose that money. And 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 I really hope that like it, it's something you know. And it's I agree that it 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 is an isolated incident but we don't know what's in that man's heart but that man jumped in, in in front of that camera oh no 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 we're we're sorry because they don't want to lose the money and that's how much power we have but we keep giving our power away because we're trying to fit in because we're trying to look like everybody else because we're trying to sound like everybody else because we don't want anybody to be mad at us. So we keep giving away our power. We'd rather be...
0: Ronnie, I don't think we want to sacrifice either. We don't want to make sacrifices because it's like with the cable, if the cable, like tomorrow morning, if just in Memphis alone, if people would wake up and and at 8 o'clock everybody's calling, I want to cancel my cable. Why? Because it's too high. I I, I mm-hmm. bet you it's just hundred people decided to to cut their cable. The same with the phone. Look how mm-hmm. much we were, I got a friend that paid her her phone bill ended up being like five hundred dollars because the new phones, the payment plans. I never thought, never thought that there would be a time where we are paying eight hundred dollars or more for a cell phone. Now that we have just to keep it on. So no wonder we're tired and we cannot make it because cable is at least $150. dollars you got cell phones that are that, probably more. And now if you count hair, nails, shoes, clothes, all that, I mean, I don't know if we even have time to think about transformation, to think about the
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's like our priorities are wrong and we're – We complain, we complain, we complain, but the difference in us and people back then who were fighting for whatever is that they were willing, for instance, to walk miles to work rather than get on that bus.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. They were
0: willing. They were willing to give up some things, to sacrifice, to be uncomfortable for a while for the better mm-hmm. good of all, not just them, for all, saying we are not. But people are so, so self-centered, self-seeking, and I'll take it back. I'll never forget that $2 sold. They're seeking more for that $2 soul that is not, that there's nothing outside you can buy or get to make it more valuable. It's all inside. So every
2: mm-hmm.
0: attention like some of the things that I see have nothing nothing against social media but some of the things I see adults doing like I'm trying to figure out how you have time to sit down I've been wanting to go live now for about 2 3 years and every time I think about it you know what we'll I okay I'm gonna, I'm going to do it next week cuz I think I don't have time right now yes I could make the time but then you'll get somebody I saw a video the other day where the girl is, the grown lady, is doing something like why she's late for church, and she's because she's got to put a wings on and she's got to do all this other stuff, and then she'll hear a song and she'll start acting the food. I'm like, no, that's why you late for church because you filming some 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 blank blank stuff like this. That's why you <laughs> late for church because you got you filming. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just
1: it is simply pathetic. I agree. I'm gonna read these uh these quotes and then uh and then we, we can close out. Uh the first one um it says you can only lose what you cling to and that comes from uh Buddha. It says you can only lose what you cling to. The second one comes from a guy named Steve Mar- Maraboli. And it says, the truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. And then the last one is from London B. Johnson, and it says, yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. And I think, Um, Just just to go back to something that we've uh, talked about throughout the show, and and that is we have to remember that whether we sink or swim, whether we fail or, or succeed, how high we go and how far we go, it all comes back to us. You are in control of your destiny. Back the, over to you, Tammy. Rodney, um, well, I,
0: mean, I want to, I did not get to talk about, especially since we had a few people come on um, after I spoke about my my decision to finally start eating better. And that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you guys like everything. I'm going to go cold turkey. But um, and not have some things that I enjoy, but I want to feed my body more of what is is best for my body than those things that are not. And I avoided this part of transformation because it is it, to me it is probably one of the first things we should do uh, in transforming is become disciplined in what in choosing healthier foods for our body. So the the lady that is helping me, young girl that is helping me, Yolanda Manning, um, I she had sent me an email and her her the name of her business is Your Journey, I think Your Journey or something like that. I'll post it on Facebook for those who want to know. But she, she had asked how are things going because I she you know put me on this plan um, of how to go about it each day and so. Maybe the fourth day in or so, I was having a little bit of complication with some things, and so I told her about it, and she says that this is definitely, her reply to me was, this is definitely a normal symptom as your body is working to recalibrate itself. And that just, of course, blew my mind because here I am feeding my body what is absolutely best for it, But because I did the wrong thing for so long and my body has adjusted to this bad food, it has um, accepted living or thriving from the nutrition or lack thereof from this bad food, so much so that even though I'm giving it now what it needs my body has to recalibrate. I thought that was the craziest, but it makes sense. Like the, and so equate that to transformation. Like you've lived this life. You've accepted some things. You are, you've been in bondage. You've been in denial. But you want better. But even when you start to try to live better and you try to make better decisions, your body, your mind, your thoughts, your life has to recalibrate itself to get to this point. And and I just wanted to share that if you find yourself, um, I don't know, in, just feeling some kind of way about where you are and you've been trying, but you have not tried changing what you eat, try that. Because the effects of poor nutrition is depression. One of them is depression not not being able to think clearly and so many other things and again i could tell the difference in just a matter of a few days as far as the clarity and the peace and one more thing that was very powerful in this i had i had had i've been having problems sleeping since i did this i am i I go to bed and i go to sleep I wake up feeling like, hey, I can get up. When I was trying to do that Miracle Morning thing, you guys, that Tamaria told me about, Rodney, it was the most difficult thing to get up. I felt so heavy, so weighed down. But, But, of course, because I've not slept, because I'm having trouble sleeping. Now I am going to bed. I am sleeping, and I'm also excited. My body is excited about getting up. It's as if my body says, This is it's morning and this is what we're supposed to do, Tammy. Let's get up. At night, it's it's time for us to go to sleep, Tammy. Let's do this. And so I'm saying that to say to you guys, start small. If nothing is but a good nutrition nutritionist smoothie in the morning, it will for seven days it will change your life. It will change the way you think about eating. At this event, Ms. <laughs> Ms. Earlene gave me a piece of gum, and because I had Googled the, the 75 most dangerous foods or worst foods to eat, and I remember gum being one of, one of them. So I looked at the gum, and I stuck it in my purse. Even from the lunch that they served, I knew I was going to have one meal that I wanted to have that day, so I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to get salad at this, lunch, at this luncheon, the food that they served, and I got water instead of tea. That was a first for me. Like, I, don't, I love food. It was hard for me to turn down what they had. But I had to make a choice. Think about how, how many times you've heard that word tonight, choice. You have to make a choice in everything and anything in life. It is your decision. You make the right choice and deal with the consequences. You make the wrong choice and deal with the consequences. So, Rodney, that's all I have for tonight. I'll turn it back over to you for the closing.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. This has been um, another good episode of the uh, Butterfly Evolution show. And, um, Thank you to everyone uh, who is uh, with us each and every Monday. Uh, This coming October, we will have an addition to the Butterfly Evolution show. Uh, Timaria and I are expecting our first child, and so I guess I I guess I have to get in all of my episodes now because I'm pretty sure once the baby gets here. Uh, I don't know How often I'll be on uh, But uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely Yeah, very said I'll probably be sleeping <laughs> By the time this show comes on uh, But for those well, hey, of you who we'll, have children We'll let the
2: little one
0: take over We'll let the little yeah, take over Yeah, can't take I'm
1: sure it,
2: early.
1: <laughs> yeah I'm sure Yeah, and I'm sure they will But um for those of you who have kids, I, I, I'm sure you already know. Like you know, things change when you when you have children. So, uh, but we 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 will have a a, a new member, uh, new addition to the show, coming in October, and uh, we're we're really excited. So, uh, but thank you guys for always supporting us. Um, thank you guys for always hey, tuning in to the show. And, yep.
0: Right. We're gonna need we're gonna need yes, your
1: ma'am. maternity leave, paper. We're gonna need your maternity leave. Nah. leave. <laughs> yeah, six <weeks>. I gotta <laughs> I gotta I gotta talk to the boss and see how much I get see how much time I get. Do I get do I get twelve weeks?
2: Six
1: Six, six uh-uh, months.
0: Six, <laughs> six weeks.
1: <laughs> I guess six you said six weeks. <laughs> oh man. But either way, uh, we're excited and, and I guess the first the first chance the baby gets to get all this, safe, I'm I am sure he or she will. <laughs> exactly.
2: Congratulations
0: yeah. again, you guys. The excited for you.
1: Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Until next Monday, you guys. Please be safe. Please enjoy yourself. Enjoy your lives, and definitely do something. That will move you forward in the direction in which you are trying to go. Stay blessed and have a great night, everybody.